Welcome to the MoVu Digital Marketing Podcast. What is going on, world? It is Chris Leo here with MoVu, bringing you episode eight of the MoVu Digital Marketing Podcast. And, you know, for all you guys that were commenting on the internet and complaining that I hadn't gotten to this podcast yet, I apologize. I haven't been ducking you. I know you were really interested in the article I wrote and you wanted to comment more on it and hear the story I alluded to in the article. And, to be honest, I, you know, we've just been busy working on some content and some projects and I hadn't had a moment to really sit down and tell the whole story. So here's the deal. About a month or so ago, I wrote an article and the title of the article was Realtors Pay Attention, Jeff Bezos is Coming for the Real Estate Industry. Now I get it. It's a little bit of clickbaity of a title and, and, you know, did I do that to get people's attention from the real estate industry and get them to click on it? Well, yeah, I absolutely did. But the truth of the matter is, I really do mean what I said. Um, now, do I mean that he's coming after it right now? No, of course not. Um, do I think, though, that there's some parallel scenarios that are currently playing out that arguably could point to the fact that he has a supreme interest in bringing Amazon into the real estate industry and possibly disrupting it? I do. And, and do I think that there's a good chance that they might be able to do that? Again, I do. Uh, I, I can't say for certain, but to my knowledge, I think the only business venture they've ever backed out of was uh, for the restaurant food delivery, um, like, like, you know, like your DoorDash or your Uber Eats, things like that. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, a few months ago, they, they ceased operations on that. And that's the only thing I ever think I've seen them lose. So... There is an interesting uh, thing going on here and and where I originally started seeing this and obviously in the last month, you know, the news cycles picked up steam. So this isn't as much as uh, me surmising, you know, what I think might be going on. But but I think from my perspective, it's just a little bit different than everybody else's. So I thought I'd share with you kind of the synopsis of that article I wrote today and and then tell you an actual real life story with a realtor i was sitting down with recently in their corporate conference room and the conversation that we had if you're not in real estate don't worry i know you know this this article was geared towards realtors but honestly even though i'm using real estate as an example in this article this really isn't a real estate article as much as it's a jeff bezos and an amazon and their abilities and capabilities article so so hang tight and just you know hear me through so let's get started so let me give you a little bit of a backstory I love technology. I'm not a tech guy. I've never worked for a technology company. What I have seen though, and what I've learned over the years of running companies and growing them, is that don't look at what business owners and, and these, these OG titans of these tech companies and these darling startups say. Look at what they're doing. And um, that brings me to Warren Buffett. And it, it's really interesting. You know, first of all, I really respect the guy. Um, he's, I mean, he's, he's, He's crushing it, right? The guy's amazing. So I'm always watching what he's doing, you know, what he's what he's investing in, what he's selling. I love to read his annual email. Um, I mean, the guy's just an amazing guy, and I think he's an upstanding guy and a fantastic business person. One of the things I noticed, though, uh, in, in, in I guess to kind of explain how this relates to Warren Buffett, one of the things I noticed about a year ago is that Amazon was hiring thousands of insurance actuaries, which really didn't make sense to me other than the fact that I could put together that 
Amazon and Jeff Bezos probably in particular sees a problem in the insurance industry and they want to fix it. I mean, let's be honest. The only reason that Amazon goes into business in anything is they see a weakness that they can exploit and in a way that they can make more profit. So when I started seeing this, it was clear to me that certainly they were looking to do something with some segment of insurance. Um, so, so now, you know, you're asking, okay, well, you respect Warren Buffett. You see Amazon's hiring thousands of insurance actuaries. What does this have to do? You know, what does one have to do with the other? And, and here's, here's what it is. Amazon engaged in a deal with Berkshire Hathaway and JP Morgan Chase. Basically, Amazon sees the health insurance industry is broken and they think it's a segment that they can make really big strides in. The problem is, is to get into insurance, you need a ton of money. So, and, and it's, it's literally a ton of money. It's even more money than Amazon could, well, probably not could, but would be willing to put up to gamble on a new business venture. So that's what makes JP Morgan Chase such a great partner because they have tons of money and they can back this. But why Warren Buffett and why Berkshire Hathaway? I mean, they've already got the money thing figured out with JP Morgan Chase. They obviously have a lot of their own money. So why does Amazon need them? And, and really, like all things in life, the answer is blessedly simple. One of the companies that Warren Buffett owns uh, in his portfolio of, of you know his giant conglomeration of different businesses is a reinsurance company. So for anyone that doesn't know what a reinsurance company is, what a, what a reinsurance company does is they basically insure insurance companies. So insurance companies buy policies from reinsurance companies hedging their bets. So if there's some sort of massive natural disaster or something where they're going to have to be paying out tons and tons of uh, policies, they want to make sure that they're protected uh, with all those claims coming in. So by owning and insuring insurance companies, Berkshire Hathaway has data points on all the customers of all the major health insurance carriers out there and all the trends that go along with that. So let's think about what we have. So the end result is you have a company, Amazon, that wants to completely change or revolutionize and disrupt something that's considered to be old and broken, the health insurance industry. They have a partner that's going to invest in this business, which is JP Morgan Chase, and make sure that they have enough money to successfully launch. And last, and most importantly, they have all the strategic intelligence on the state of the current landscape from a partner, and that's Berkshire Hathaway, so they can draw a roadmap that'll be optimized to completely upend the current healthcare model and make massive headaches for the traditional health insurance providers. If I was an executive at a traditional healthcare company right now, I would be very, very worried. So what does all this have to do with the real estate industry, you ask? Well, if we can all agree that Amazon's good at disrupting traditional business models, and if we also can agree that they rarely, if ever, lose when they start a new venture, simply put, it means the entire real estate industry could be in a lot of trouble. Let's fast forward three years. Let's assume that this deal between Amazon, JP Morgan, Chase Bank, and Berkshire Hathaway unfolds swimmingly and everybody makes money and the entire healthcare industry is completely changed uh, in the vision of, of what Amazon and Jeff Bezos want to do. Do you know what other industry Berkshire Hathaway has millions of data points on? If you guess real estate, you're right. As of right now, as I'm recording this podcast, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services is the second largest real estate broker in the United States. 
They have over 1,300 offices and 45,000 agents across the entire country. So that's a ton of real estate agents doing real estate deals for Berkshire Hathaway, who is collecting all the data about the sales trends, agent earnings, cost of doing business as a real estate brokerage, and, and who knows what. I mean, those are just a few, you know, off the top of my head. So it's not an illogical assumption to think that Jeff Bezos is watching. He's, he's getting interested in real estate. And then he decides to tap the shoulder of one of his old business partners and say, hey, Warren, you know, that health insurance thing we did worked really well. Why don't we take a pass at real estate? I've been examining it and I think I have a better plan. In other words, why not go back to the well to work with a partner that helped you launch another profitable business and they have millions of data points on the new business that you're interested in that you can then take and insert into your company's algorithms to exploit the inefficiencies and totally up in the industry. Berkshire Hathaway has all the data that Amazon's going to need to build a completely disruptive business inside the real estate industry. And that's going to give traditional brokerages and agents a full-blown ulcer if it really comes to fruition. So I know the bulk of this podcast today has been kind of slanting on the negativity side, but honestly, I'm not about negativity. I'm about positivity. And, and the reason that I found this whole topic so interesting and the original reason I wanted to write this blog article is because I, I think that there's one thing that Amazon can't do and one thing that whether you're a realtor or whether you're in some similar business that has a traditional business model that may or may not be broken that Amazon wants to go after can employ to actually fight back and still be relevant no matter what changes happen in the industry. And for real estate, that's the fact that it's a personal business. And the personal part of that business these days is conducted online. I'm serious, they're online. And it still mystifies me that when I go sit down with realtors sometimes in their conference rooms, they're telling me how they're spending their ad budget on commercials on local TV stations in between, you know, whatever primetime or after Saturday afternoon TV shows are on. And, and let's be honest. I mean, think about it. Other than sports, do you ever really watch live network TV anymore? I'm going to guess that you don't. I'm going to guess that you watch Hulu, Netflix, HBO Go. And even for those of you that say, nope, I still watch live TV, when do you watch the commercials? You either have a DVR and you're skipping them, or 20 bucks says as soon as a commercial comes on, you pick up your cell phone and you've got your face buried in it and you're not paying attention. You're doing social media. We are an online society. I know online and real estate gets a bad rap because so many agents complain that sites like Zillow and and Redfin, you know, they've taken up all the top rankings and it's impossible to penetrate their SEO strategy because they're giant and they have billions of dollars that they can throw at stuff. But the truth is, is that's not the case. You need to be the mayor of your marketplace online. The one thing that sites like Zillow and Redfin haven't been able to penetrate is local market search. And this is true. If you look at it and, and if you look at searching local specific keywords, you're going to see regular realtors popping up there. And, and the reason they're up there is because they're producing tons of great content and they're establishing themselves as the thought leaders in these marketplaces. So and that's a great example of a reason that, you know, the big companies can't always beat the little guys. And, and the reason is, is because this particular business is a personal one. So if you can establish yourself online as the mayor of your local community, you're going to win. With Zillow and Redfin not being able to penetrate local markets, if you haven't gotten started on establishing yourself as the thought leader or the mayor of your local marketplace, you have time. 
But your time's limited, because think about this. If, if Amazon decides to make a play for the real estate industry, you can bet that they've got a way to do this. And, and they've got a way to do what Redfin and Zillow, for instance, couldn't. I mean, think about it. They have millions of data points that they have on everyone in all these neighborhoods, their shopping preferences, their their purchase power, you know, how frequently they, they buy X, Y, or Z. And you can't tell me that they don't have some sort of plan in mind to penetrate even the smallest neighborhoods with hyper-specific marketing that's going to help upend the industry. So real quick, let me just jump in for a second and tell you a story about a realtor I met with about a month or so ago. Um, curiously, it actually was a, a realtor that worked for a Berkshire Hathaway-owned real estate agency. And I did marketing for this guy years and years prior, um, primarily in the print realm, um, doing some direct mail uh, marketing, you know, postcards, and also some property flyers and photography, and and that that's what you know one of my firms was doing at that time. So I hadn't connected with him in a while, and I wanted to check in. And the interesting thing is, uh, he was really interested to see what I was up to and, and what our firm's doing. And so I gave him the whole presentation, and you know, had some time to catch up with him and hear what he's been doing and he's still pretty much mired in print um and he's got kind of the basic stuff that he does and he's not really interested it turns out in changing much of anything and granted he's older than me and he was telling me how his wife and him had just moved to another city and, and they're loving it it's kind of out in the country a little more and so the thought of course crossed my mind that okay maybe he's ready to slow down and he wants to start retiring and Turns out that's not the case. Um, what he told me was he's happy the way that things are going right now. And he figures he has about another 10 to 20 years in the business. And so he's just going to keep sailing the way he's going and just ride it out. And he doesn't want to do any more business or any less business. He wants to keep it just like this for the rest of his time. And I mean, it's it's his business. I have to respect his wishes. But that's a terrible plan. I mean, if, if if can you imagine? I mean, we're we're talking technology and 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 things that are potentially going to be disrupting industries. And he's he's thinking for ten or twenty years from now, the the same things that he was using even I don't know ten or twelve years ago when I was originally working with him are still going to be relevant then. So there's this disconnect. You know, people. I think underestimate the value of technology and a lot of times when they see these changes and they hear people talking about the potential of these changes instead of getting in front of it they just say yeah I don't understand that I don't want to do it and you can't do that especially you know given the example where we're talking about Amazon having the ability for instance to possibly do hyper local marketing even for the tiniest neighborhoods so then that begs the question you know what do you do do you give up and no, you don't. You just need to take advantage of the trends that are happening now, learn as much as you can about them, and then get in front of people in your marketplace. So that way, if and when Amazon comes in guns blazing, you're actually already going to be ahead of the game. And the reason, even if they have this hyper-local marketing, the, the reason that you still will be ahead of the game and, and you're not going to be as impacted by them trying to upend the industry is because at the end of the day, there's still two types of people. There's the people who are going to like this new business model because it's just cut rate and they can you know pay the lowest amount possible. Um, and it's all automated and they don't have to deal with people necessarily. And, and that's fine with them. 
But there's another type of person that's the, I don't care about that. I, I know this person. I, I read their content. They're very smart and thoughtful. They know everything there is to know about this community. I love my home. It's it's my most precious investment. I'm not going to risk it. I would rather pay a little bit more money because I know I'm going to get a higher sale price. So you definitely need to get in front of this train. Um, make sure you have a solid digital presence and make sure that you are that highly regarded thought leader in your marketplace. That way, even when a giant tech company comes in and tries to control the digital narrative, enough people are already going to know who you are and what you're about. And nothing that Amazon can do can actually damage the credibility of what you've built over all those years. It's funny, you know, right after I published this blog article, I believe it was two days later, uh, Realology Corporation released a press release that they're actually doing a deal with Amazon. And instantly you know part of me was like oh shit i just released that blog article now i'm going to get all kinds of flack because people are going to tell me i totally made the wrong uh prediction here and and it's actually not that's not the case um what they're doing though is interesting this is another scenario that i hadn't even considered that that kind of you know also makes sense so there's going to be banners on amazon people you know click on to purchase homes they're going to get referred to a realology corp agent and then once they do that, they're getting credits for things that they can purchase on the Amazon site. So, for instance, maybe a new Alexa or maybe a new bed or who knows, right? So, so what's interesting to me is this isn't them trying to upend the real estate industry, perhaps. for Because think about it. They're a multi-billion dollar corporation. So let's, let's go worst case scenario. Let's say that they decide they don't want to go and go back to Warren Buffett and try to do another deal and utilize all his data points. What if they just look at real estate as a loss leader and they basically sell homes at a loss because they know once they do that, everybody's going to go onto their store and start buying new furniture, buy new Alexas or whatever for their home, you know, their IOT stuff in their home and, and then start having the local Whole Foods deliver groceries directly to their home with Amazon Prime. It's not unreasonable to believe that they could just burn cash on losing money, buying and selling homes for people just to make it up on the other end. So, I mean, it, it's it's is it likely? Who knows? But again, that's that's just another thing that's just popped up. So I think the moral of the story here is there's definitely something that's going to be going on. You can't just put your head down and say, I've been doing it this way for the last 20 years. I'm just going to do it this way for the next 10 or 20 and, and that'll suit me fine because the reality is, is it won't. So again, you know, get on these digital platforms, start putting out great content, start getting yourself in that that position where you are the thought leader in, in other words you're the digital mayor of your of your marketplace and no matter what any of these tech companies do and no matter how much they've changed and pushed the digital narrative out there about what real estate is or what it should be or what its shortcomings are nobody's going to be able to take that away from you and so then you'll have longevity and you can weather whatever storm is going to be coming your way so anyways, guys, I apologize again for taking so long to get this to you. Um, I know it took a minute, but I definitely wanted to address it today and hope it was helpful. Do me a favor, comment below. I'd like to hear what you think or maybe where you think uh, the next disruption in, say, the real estate industry or any other industry for that matter uh, may be coming. Um, definitely subscribe to this channel. 
uh, click the like button. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And, and especially, you know, with, with the last couple of podcasts and blogs, uh, all the spirited conversation I'm having with you guys, it's fantastic. So that's it, guys. Make it a great day. Hey, guys. Please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast and our blog, smash that like button, and give us some feedback in the comments. Your input means the world to me.